0: Hey Brock, how are you? Doing well, John. How are you? I'm good. I got. I want to start some new like questions on the show where we ask all of our guests things, and I want to try them out on you right now. Okay. And I didn't even tell you about this, so this is totally unprompted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I would like. I want to have consistent questions that we ask people, just like quick hit things we can do at the end of the interview, and then uh, you can add to these. But I'll I'll give you some of the ones that I came up with first. Okay. All right. Oxford's or Brokes? Oxford's. Morning shower or evening shower? Evening. Cardio or lifting? Lifting. What's the last book you read? Ah, jeez, what's the last book I read?
1: Uh, Essentialism, I believe was the last one I finished. I'm currently reading
0: 12 Rules for Life. Okay, and then chinos, jeans, or trousers? Chinos. All right, last one. Uh, When you're getting into the shower at the start of a big day, what's the song you listen to to pump you up? Oh, man. (laughs) Pump up song? Oh, jeez. I'm going to say Drake, Fake Love. Okay. So yeah, I, there was another podcast to listen to where they asked like quick hit questions, and I was like, ah, oh, that's, that's a cool idea. I'd like to try that.
1: Yeah, no, I, I like that. I'll come up with some uh, some rapid fire questions for you for the next one.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we, I think we just keep it to like five or six because we just wanted to be like some of the quick people that can answer, and we don't want to give them time to think about it. It's, it's like on the fly stuff.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, oh yeah, especially for our guests, that'd be that'd be really funny.
0: Yeah. Now the the couple interviews that'll come out after this show won't we'll have them because we got a couple in the can, but in the future we'll start to ask those. Cool. So, I have seen some of your new Instagram game, and it looks really good.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's all, all credited to this uh, local photographer, this, this guy named Adib. Um,
0: he's really good. He's
1: like super young, he's in college, but he's just, he's like shopper for Vogue and he's got a bright uh, career in photography ahead of him. So, he makes it easy. I just show up and I actually just did a, another shoot yesterday. So, those will be coming out soon. So yeah, man, it's pretty cool having actual professional photos. Like in the queue, you know, ready to go.
0: Yeah, and it looks like you're going to be able to uh, just use those even in some of your videos too.
1: Yeah, I'm going to try to. I, I want to get to the point where there's another person taking B-roll while we're doing the shoot, so I can actually have video footage. But yeah, for now, I'm going to use the photos on Instagram, write an article, and then do a uh, you know use them for whatever videos. So like for that last shoot with like the kind of neutral colored outfit, I'll do a video about you know why like neutral colors or something like that so yeah
0: pretty pretty exciting yeah i like the swatches you put together when you did a color palette thing and i like the way because i know you've done those on your blog too where you you've got like the window pane um layout and then you show like here's the colors you're really into and i know that that was kind of a theme when you talked to baron as well as kind of picking a palette picking a style and just kind of that's your new go-to
1: yeah yeah and i just use um like i'll go into like canva or photoshop and it's kind of cool because if you take, like, a picture of you wearing an outfit and you can use, like, an eyedropper tool and just get the colors and create, like, a little color palette, you know. And if you, if you do that a few times, you're like, oh, wow, we wear, like, the same five colors, <laughs> which,
0: you know, totally fine with me. I know. I definitely have a palette that I keep going back to. A lot of blues. It's, like, business casual. There's a lot of, like, blue dress shirts.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's a reason for it. Like, I, I think it's just pretty flattering color on a lot of guys. So, safe. But, um,
0: yeah, there's a reason it's not yellow and orange.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I don't, I don't think there's really anything wrong with it. But uh, you know, unless you, unless you want to break out from it, I don't think you have to necessarily. So, but I was just watching your uh, BMW video series, which is pretty cool because it's not, it's a different, different in a couple ways. It's different content. I mean, you've done some car content on on your BMW, but um, you know, you do mostly fashion stuff, and then it's also. The production was, was totally different. I felt like I was watching uh like a car review channel.
0: Yeah, I know no Doug DeMuro, but uh I I knew that if I was going in to buy one of those cars, that'd be my question is like X one or X two. And the only video on YouTube was this like slideshow that showed the technical and like measurements of the car that were different. And I'm like, that would make for a great video and so I shot that one. I was I as I was shooting, and I was like, "All right, this is going to be much shorter than anything I typically do." And then uh, I shot one just for the X2, and I know that for me, I'd be a little impatient watching a video if I was just you know if I was interested in like the infotainment, infotainment system. And so I put all the chapter marks, or I put like timestamps in the descriptions so people could jump to the different points of the video. And so I've I know that I've always wanted to make the videos I want to make. I think when we talk to. Like Alex Costa, he was saying, you know, people want this type of video, but expect this from them. I don't know that I want to get complacent in the exact type of video that I do, and so I think it's it's good to keep it fresh. If I'm doing ASMR and and car videos once a month, then that's exciting. It keeps me excited.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I agree. You should kind of do do the videos you want to do, you know. And um, obviously, if it might fall flat, if you like have someone who came to your channel for fashion and that's what they want, they might not enjoy it. But especially with the amount of content you put out, it's not a huge deal if you, you know, stray from you know, the traditional topics every now and then, but I thought it was really cool. So how, how did you,
0: did you have someone filming and then you edited or did you have a, someone filming and editing? I had a friend, actually two friends come out with me that day and we went up and shot the two cars. Um, I got some footage when we were driving, but I'll have to work with them a little bit more on keeping things in focus. But uh, that was, like, the first time that I brought anybody else in to do this process, and so I think it turned out pretty good on that. And then uh, he had to go, so I just went and shot the X, the dedicated X2 video my, myself with the tripod and everything else. And so uh, that is – I've watched enough of those videos that I kind of know the format. I know what people are – you know, what they usually cover in the videos, and so just taking – the stuff that I usually watch and just trying to replicate it because you know recipe for success and so yeah I ended up editing it all which is why it took so long I think I shot those at the end of um, March ish like th- almost four weeks ago and so I'm still still doing my own editing which is what slows down my channel overall yeah
1: I hear you <laughs> yeah I was wondering how they get the the car shots <laughs> yeah because yours look pretty good like they're, they're pretty smooth and. uh You know, is that just a DSLR with like post stabilization or were they using a gimbal or something?
0: I have a little like shoulder rig for my, for a DSLR that was just with my GH4 that I usually shoot with. It was just really well lit that day because it was, it was towards the evening, but it was overcast. And so it ended up uh, being a perfect time for that. And then my brother actually found that spot that we shot in. Is like right overlooks the city. And if only the bushes were cut out of the background of that, it would be the most incredible background view because uh, it's up on the top of the mountain that looks over the city. But uh, it just ended up working out pretty well because no rain or anything. It was just a little cold. That's why I'm, wear- <laughs> That's why I'm wearing a wool sweater and a leather jacket. Yeah, it looks cold. <laughs> did you catch Pat Flynn on Antonio's channel last week?
1: I did. Yeah, that was, that was really interesting, kind of worlds colliding.
0: <laughs> I know, because I know you and I have talked about Pat Flynn in the past, and I had I just caught it today, but uh, it's so weird to actually see him because I've listened to him for so long, and I've never really looked him up. And so that was not only did the worlds collide of Antonio and him, but my like mental perception of Pat Flynn with the audio, because he sounds exactly the same in the Tesla that he does in his podcast. That's always interesting.
1: Yeah. I think Antonio is really plugged into that world, that kind of like online business world. And obviously Pat Flynn's one of the OGs of that community. Um, cause Antonio, he goes to like every conference, like all, all the big marketing conferences. So I think he knows a lot of those people, but it was cool seeing him. I actually, I think I've emailed back and forth with Pat a couple of times. I've never met him, but I did a, a blog post about him cause he, he's like five, seven, I think. And he's pretty into style. Um, so I did a little feature on him, and uh, and he replied. But but yeah, he's he's like a little he's like a celebrity in my in my opinion. <laughs> you know, he's like an online business celebrity.
0: Oh, I think so too, just based on his audience alone. I mean, he's 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 pretty big in there. Actually, you mentioned that. So the other day, somebody had tweeted about NZ Ansari. Did you realize that his watch video with Hodinky was taken down? No, I didn't realize that. I went to go look for it, and I couldn't find it. And so I don't know what happened. Like I was searching YouTube a, a few times and. I couldn't find it I don't know if it's just gone or or what that's really weird yeah I don't know there's probably something behind that
1: actually on a, on a related note I I don't know if you saw this but GQ did a pretty in-depth piece on uh basically Aaron Marino uh yesterday on, on GQ.com and uh they mentioned Antonio and Jose uh from Teaching Men's Fashion too but it was like it was long like it wasn't just like a little like 200 word like men's YouTubers puff piece it was like Pretty in depth.
0: No, I missed that, but he must be on some sort of uh, PR blitz because he also did that thing with the body, bodybuilding con or, or he was doing something with that uh, bodybuilding competition.
1: Bodybuilding.com. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure what he's doing with them. It might be like, because I, I know they sell uh, products like supplements and workout plans and gear. And they're obviously like a really huge website and media platform. So I know he, he was doing like a bunch of recording. So I don't know if it's like a, a suite of products or like a fitness plan or what that is, but I think he was, he was out at their facility for a while and doing a bunch of videos.
0: Oh, Cam Wolf wrote it. We should get Cam Wolf on. I've, I've done videos on his articles before. He's uh he seems to write a lot for GQ.
1: Yeah. I always wonder how that stuff, I, I wonder how that stuff comes about. Cause you never know. Like, it, it, I mean, that world's kind of old school. It's like very much relationship based, but like is that just random like did cam just reach out to aaron or is that something that was arranged you know does it have to do with some other relationship like aaron's work with bodybuilding.com like it's it's kind of it's always mysterious to me how how press happens
0: the fact that they've got him antonio and um jose all in here almost looks like it was a pr piece done by menfluential but yeah very interesting that's what I think. I it think I like could just ask him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you and I talked about it in the past is I think that's one of the keys to success that uh, Brian Sakawa has is that he almost has this like outreach or PR arm of what he does. And so not only is does he have great content and, and produce great things in his own right, but then he's also able to reach out to brands because he's got this like media part, which I think is largely his wife, like media strategy and that type of thing. And I think that's important as you're trying to grow is you got to have the baseline, of that basis of all the information that builds your audience, but then also be able to interact with the brands in a smart way.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think a lot of modern online first media brands are missing the traditional PR part, which I, I for a long time, I did not value at all traditional PR and having relationships with bigger publications. I thought it was basically just a way to say like, as seen on, you know, whatever. But, uh, I guess my view has kind of changed on that a little bit, which I, I actually think it's really—it can be really valuable to get bigger press, and it, it can be worth spending some time or maybe some money on it, to, you know, depending on what you're selling. But like I know some some small brands have gotten organic mentions by like the Times or something, and that'll drive traffic for years.
0: Well, as a guy that's been quoted several times in the New York Times, I can't quote any attributable boost to my audience based on that, but. That would be nice.
1: Well, at least you can say, as seen in the times. (laughs) That is true.
0: That was totally organic. So I think if you just do good work, people will find you. Yeah, that is very true. So we do have an interview coming up with Nolan Walsh that'll be in the feed soon. But when we talked to him, I didn't realize that our conversation really ended up up being about 15 minutes. And so Nolan is somebody that I'd like to have on the podcast again based on that. So I'm looking forward to people being able to hear it, but also understanding that there's a lot more stuff I wish we would have covered with him.
1: Yeah, we could definitely talk to him again. Uh, maybe even get his his business partner into. He's a very interesting guy, very sharp, and um, could probably talk to him for hours about brand building and uh,
0: modern business and all that stuff. Yeah, because at the end, we touched on the fact that they are doing shoes, but maybe once they launch that, then we can bring him back on and really talk about shoes, because that was one of the questions somebody asked when uh, I think I tweeted that he was coming on and somebody wanted to know about it, their shoe line.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, and I think it actually launches, at least as of now, the time of recording, in about a week. So those should be here, I guess, by the time people hear
0: this. Yeah, I do like my Chelsea's from them. I've I've lusted after a couple of their other models, and I know that you've got a few of them too.
1: Yeah, I want to try their new Chelsea's because I guess they they have like a modern Chelsea now. They have two types. They have like the, the ones that, that I have that you probably have, and then they have like a modern Chelsea with a... I think it's got just an updated, maybe kind of sleeker silhouette and different details. So I would like to try that because there's definitely... I like it. I wear it a lot, but it's definitely more on the rugged side of Chelsea.
0: Yeah, for me, the sole is. To me, it's the sole that does it. It's like the the look is very sleek, but then the sole is much thicker and heftier than um, it, it needs needs to be for a modern boot.
1: Yeah, and I think they're they're really committed to Goodyear welt construction, and so I think that kind of lends itself to a chunkier sole and a heavier shoe. But obviously, it's good for you know durability and waterproofing and stuff. So kind of a trade off.
0: Yeah boots for life and then i also invited you to come to the live chat of the book club this month that i run and we're going to talk about essentialism at the end of april yeah that should be fun uh have you are you currently reading it have you finished it i'm about 10 minutes into the audiobook so i'm going to finish it up very quickly
1: yeah it's, it's a quick quick reader quick listen but uh i thought it was good yeah it should be a good conversation
0: because I started now, I'm trying to structure the live chats, like the book reviews, of like high level takeaways, and then like details that I liked within the book. And so, I'm I'm also need to figure out the technical side of doing the hangout because I know in Google Hangouts you can add people, but the last time I tried to do it, it didn't really work out. So I know there's a way I can like screen record Skype, and then that can be broadcast. And so, I'll figure that out before next week too. But I th- as of now, the tentative date is going to be midday of the 29th of April. Uh, but then we'll, we'll, fi- we'll get the exact time and then we'll be able to put that out there. Cool. So that'll be my first live discussion. Cause now, right now it's just me talking to the camera.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I know you can do it on Facebook too. I've seen people do like two person live streams on Facebook. Although I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess you can record it cause then you can just post it as a regular video. Um, although I know we don't have big audiences on Facebook. so You know what we need is one of those like sweet, like multi-camera setups where you're streaming to like three different platforms at the same time and recording.
0: Oh yeah, I know that's one of the things I've listened to Pat Flynn talk about is having some of that software.
1: Yeah, because like if you're gonna do it, you know, it makes sense to, might as well stream it to like Instagram and Facebook and YouTube all at the same time, you know?
0: It's kind of like Christian. Christian records the Ask TNH live on Instagram and then I don't think he does it anymore, but he's, he used to be talking to his phone and recording that, putting that on YouTube. So there's all kinds of ways you can do it. Oh, you know who's uh, you know, kind of doing that model
1: is, um, uh, I cannot pronounce his last name. Is it Teddy Bal
0: Balasar? Balasar, yeah. I just talked to him.
1: Balasar, yeah. Yeah, I, I just did an interview with him yesterday, and he said he just had you on too. So, yeah, he's, he's a good guy. I could see
0: his uh, channel doing really well if he keeps at it. I know. I just... Uh, I just saw the video he did about Zara and fast fashion. So I like sharp young guys. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's actually kind of, he kind of reminded me of you a little bit. He was like, <laughs> he's just very, he's got like a job in the tech industry and he's, a, uh, he's also, you know, hustling on the YouTube channel. Um, but I, I, I appreciate the angle that he's taking or the kind of approach he's taking to YouTube because his production's good. Um, he's putting out regular content and it's not like, it's, it's unique. you know. It's not just kind of doing the same stuff that you see a lot of the bigger guys doing.
0: Yep. So anybody else wants to have us on for interviews, let us know because I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. So start your YouTube channel, grow an audience, and then bring us on. We'll talk. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Brock. Well, that's our April update. We'll talk again in May. I mean, we talked before that, but uh, we have a number of awesome guests coming up, not just recorded already, but some that have been invite invited. On as well. And so, looking forward to getting those out into the feed. Sounds like a plan. Cool. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Buttoned Up Podcast, a collaboration between John Shanahan of The Cavalier and Brock McGough of Modest Man. And we will see you next week.